Salutations. This is Cage's Kiss, the ultimate Cage cast, where we discuss each of the National Treasure's cinematic masterpieces and his life. We also try to glean whatever kernels of wisdom we can from his characters that week. I'm Linda Castro, but you can call me Goat. I'm Adrian, and you could call me Dreamy. <laughs> and I'm Donnie, and you can call me the Don. God damn it. <laughs> Gee, Pokey, do you think we should walk through that book? <laughs> can we call you Lucky Donnie? <laughs> You can call me Count Cocula. Oh, oh blah. I want to suck your blood. It's 1960. Why are we talking like this, Linda? Because today we're discussing what's been described as the female version of Back to the Future, the movie that was a pivotal point in the National Treasure's career. Peggy Sue got married. Yay. Uh, Do you guys yay. want to uh, give a little summary of the movie for those who have not seen it and do not wish to uh, well first i'd like to say this is our third coppola movie very excited about this Gosh, and not our so final this is also our uh, first profitable cage movie since since valley girl <laughs> <laughs> it was been a long time coming yeah it's been a long time <laughs> getting from there to here. Don't put me in the Count Bacula zone. <laughs> <laughs> More Bacula. Uh, 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 okay, so um, so for those of you who don't know, uh, Peggy Sue Got Married is a Kathleen Turner uh, comedy thingy from 1986 in which uh, she's the lady who goes to her uh, 25th high school reunion uh, and she's in the process of divorcing her husband, Nicholas Cage, who does TV commercials for his electronics store. And uh, they were high school sweethearts and uh, the high school reunion brings back painful memories and she passes out and goes back in time to 1960 where she's a girl in high school again and considers changing everything. That's about, that's about it. Uh, It was made in 1986. uh, 1986. 1986. The writers were uh, Jerry Lightling, I hope i'm saying that but who fucking cares um sure you are sorry jerry if you're listening come for us come for us man Um, i'm going to kill you all (laughs) and arlene sarner the uh budget was 18 million estimated um and it grossed about 41.4 million dollars 41 million dollars in the u.s i'd like to point out that that budget went entirely to the absolutely seamless old aging makeup (laughs) they did which put prometheus to shame (laughs) (laughs) you could say that So this was released on October 10th of 1986. It came out the same day as Wes Craven's Deadly Friend. Oh shit! I remember that uh, one. And as uh, as Jumpin' Jack Flash, I mean, Whoopi Goldberg's um, big breakout. I remember and seeing it actually that outgrows Jumpin' Jack Flash. I remember seeing that after it came out. <laughs> what Deadly Friend? Yeah, since oh wait, because you're you're 24. <laughs> yeah, we're all 24, right? All of us. Yeah, it was playing on TV. I was is. 38 when I saw it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting my dentures and then I saw a deadly friend. Oh, but uh, at this time, the uh, Jumpin' Jack Flash connection is twofold, by the way. How so? Well, uh, the uh, before Coppola was on board, Penny Marshall was slated to direct this. Right. And um, yeah, with Deborah Winger to star. And then mm-hmm. uh, Penny Marshall had created differences with the producers and Deborah Winger left as well. And then um, Penny Marshall went on to direct Jump a Jack Flash. I read that that Deborah Winger was first attached, but then um, and she's the one who brought in Penny Marshall as the director. But that's right. Yeah. She, and then they were um, like, this is getting too big for you. This to be your first film, Penny yeah, Marshall. Because they totally the nutsacked out. Yeah. It's fine, though. I mean, yeah, sure. Uh, Deborah Winger, by the way, instead of doing this movie, did Legal Eagles with Robert Redford, which is shit. <sighs> well, I heard that she pulled out because um, <laughs> pulled out um, <laughs> because she had a back injury. But oh, I didn't uh, didn't read that. But, you know, maybe it's true. Hey, who knows? But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure she's hard. very happy that she ended up doing Legal Eagles instead. 
I'm sure. Oh, yeah. What were you saying before she I derailed you? Pulls out. Oh no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was through this movie that he met and befriended Jim Carrey, and uh, they both felt uh, like they were trapped in the hotel where they were um, they were bunked up in while they were filming. So they did pharmaceutical grade cocaine. Well, yes. I read that they had pulled a bunch of pranks, and so I translated that to be lines of coke. I mean, okay. what else could that possibly mean? Jim Carrey, I'm going to do a line of coke of off your cock. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's not gay if you're really stoned. Smoking. Oh, Jim Carrey. <laughs> Sorry, Jesus. But um, Jim Carrey. Humiliator. <laughs> woman <laughs> Jim Carrey had a lot to say about about Nicolas Cage um, he said um, quote Nick is representative of the Picasso form of acting he doesn't mind putting the two eyes on one side of the face end quote I think that's putting it lightly but um, the song eyes yeah. without a face was based on Cage <laughs> I still am waiting to find out from either of you if it was a creative choice by the director or Cage to give him a voice where his testicles. Oh no, that was, no, that was, that was, was Cage. That was Cage. That was full on Cage. But I, and I will be getting into that. Coppola didn't want it, and they tried to fire him over it. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I will be getting uh, into that though. But uh, um, do. I support the pokey voice. You know, like it—it it sounds like it was really annoying while filming, but like I mean, I'm sure it was. Yeah, I mean, I, I bet a lot of people. Well, I—I I don't have to bet. I know a lot of people were pissed, but like watching it now, it's like uh, it works. Yeah, it, it, especially with the character, the lines coming out of that mouth make sense with that voice. You know, yeah, I got the hair, I got the teeth, <laughs> I got the eyes, I got the car. I'm the lead singer. singer. I'm, the, I'm man. the man, Peggy Sue. <laughs> But uh, Jim Carrey also said that, uh, quote, when we first hung out, he was a little crazy, a little frivolous, raw emotions coming out of everywhere with a lot of anger. He was occasionally oh. embarrassing to be around. Everybody in my life has whispered in my ear at one point, <laughs> he has a lot of talent, but what the fuck is he doing? End quote. And let me just say, when Jim Carrey says that you're embarrassing, I was gonna to say, and a little that's real talent right there. You got something. I'm a social pariah. Nick Cage. <laughs> I hung out with the Wayans brothers on purpose, but still, <laughs> you, you got to take a good hard look in the mirror. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, but uh, you know they were really good close friends. I don't know if that's still the case because um, after Carrie screwed uh, Cage out of the part in Man on the Moon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, according to, um, to oh God, why am I forgetting his name? Tucker Carl. <laughs> <laughs> you can see my hairpiece through the phone. I just know it. <laughs> no, what the fuck is his name? Um, who was involved with uh, Man on the Moon? And God damn it. Um, um, Donnie, just sent her some whole music here. <laughs> my balls are big, just soft in my hands. What? Was that my beard or my nuts? You don't know, but I know. What is happening? Oh, oh now I'm like that black chick on the Howard Stern show. <laughs> okay, I've got it. Racist. So listen to the whole music for a living. Her name by is the way. Robin. I put that out there. I, I'd like to apologize for Adrian. Right I would also now. like to apologize for Adrian. Right now. <laughs> You're right. I should have said chick. That's offensive. <laughs> so, how many times have I told you boys not to call bras chicks? <laughs> According to the. Um, racist comedic legend tony clifton um they the producers of man on the moon put out a call to a bunch of different actors for the for the lead role and they they wanted them to send in an audition reel and jim carrey and nick cage were both considering going for the movie but 
Jim Carrey failed to mention that to Nick Cage and told Nicholas instead, You're so good. You don't need to audition. Exactly. He said that <laughs> you're you're better than that. You don't need to audition. So he didn't send in an audition reel and fucking Jim Carrey got the part. So, I mean, are they still friends? I don't know, but I sure as fuck wouldn't want to be his friend after that. Who knows? Uh, just, to, just to ground people in your uh, Jim Carrey timeline that I know you all keep at home. Uh, Jim Carrey is appearing in this film uh, after his appearance in Once Bitten. Oh, and uh, that was right a good before one. he was in The Deadpool, mm-hmm. where he lip syncs Guns N' Roses yes. and Guns N' Roses have a cameo. <laughs> you know, oh, with yeah. all that going for it, you think that would have been a better movie, but it, yeah. it wasn't even. Yeah. It's an interesting clip, at least. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. you can pretty much stop watching after that part, though. The rest of the movie isn't worthwhile. But, uh, apparently... Well, when Nicholas Cage is in it further proves it. that, uh, whatever Walter wants, Walter wants. Yes! <laughs> 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 I demand a recount! Uh, but apparently Francis Ford Coppola approached Nicholas Cage about playing Charlie, but Nicholas turned him down four times. Finally... Nick asked I'm not if... not beefcake anymore. <laughs> Which, clearly, Charlie was. But he, he asked if he could do it, could he change his voice? And he said, you know, he's just going to ah, change conditions. the voice um, a bit. And uh, Francis Ford Coppola asked him, like, how different he wanted to go. And he said he wanted to All talk. All way different, woman. Yeah. <laughs> Humiliator. And he said that he wanted to talk like Pokey from the Gumby show. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> so, Nailed it. So oh, Francis, did. being maybe a little naive, said that they should wait to see what happens in rehearsals. And Nicolas Cage said, quote, so I started doing this way out voice and people were rolling their eyes and saying, what the hell is going on? If anything, Kathleen Turner was frustrated with me. <laughs> frustrated, yeah, sure. Um, here she is in this great star vehicle directed by a great director, and her leading man comes along with buck teeth, buck teeth and ultra blonde hair, talking like Pokey from the Gumby show. I can understand why she might be pissed off. Kathleen Turner came over and said, you know, a film is a permanent record. Be careful what you do. End quote. Dun, dun, dun. And it is! It's awesome. <laughs> and according to Jim Carrey, uh, um, the producers would frequently get pissed off and, uh, you know, because he's doing this crazy character. And Francis Ford Coppola had the producers over for spaghetti to calm them down. <laughs> Have some of us spaghetti. <laughs> I'm a Coppola. <laughs> but apparently Kathleen Turner had to go over for spaghetti a couple goddamn times. <laughs> she was Maybe if I stuff her with carbs, she'll shut up. She was constantly complaining that he was ruining the movie. And according to an interview with Vulture, she said that uh, she decided to his to approach his character in a way that explained her cynicism with the past. Which was awesome. Yeah. 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 But uh, at the time, uh, while they were filming this, uh, Cage was reading a book on Edvard Munch, who, um, yeah, he's an amazing artist and uh, better known for uh, his painting The Scream. And And for leaving paintings out in the woods to rot. Really? Yeah, he'd do that on purpose. Some some of his paintings work for humans. He'd nail them up on trees in the forest. I kind of fucking love that. Yes, you do. Yeah, he's a punk. He was the original punk. Yeah. But uh, he was reading a book about Edvard Munch and how people were criticized for their art. And he said, quote, I welcome the idea of bad reviews because they mean I was uh, that would mean I was doing something that would challenge the critics. I thought that I could change acting, which isn't really a goal anymore. But at the time, I was headstrong. You know, based on some of uh, the recent Cage films we've seen, I bet he was no stranger to the bad reviews. Right. Yeah. (laughs) He said that he'd be miserable if he didn't get them. And he actually cut them out. Like, I could just imagine nice. him scrapbooking <laughs> these negative well, that's reviews. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I think it's I think it's fucking great. And you know, honestly, I mean, you know, it might be a little controversial to say, but I think it fucking worked in this oh, character. Yeah, no. But I could see why um, nobody would want to work with him after after this. I, I, I like the fact that 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 uh, that he would do things to destabilize his other cast members, though. Like I feel like sometimes yeah. that's necessary. 
You know, because if somebody how gets else too... to promote your career other than to sabotage it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he did that Left Behind remake. Oh God, uh... <laughs> gotta get rat with <sighs> I'm gonna have um, to start getting know, drunk we're, now. We're, we're, We'll get we'll get into more detail later when we get to our face off segment, but I would like to say that uh, up up for the part of Charlie that Cage has in this film, uh, Steve Gutenberg yes, was considered. Yes, the Goots. <laughs> and he actually oh, went down and and, and auditioned, uh, but apparently he blew the audition just spending the whole time uh, asking Coppola about the Godfather. Yeah, like he just kept saying, "It's like, so what was that like, huh?" <laughs> what is so I don't, amazing? I don't have spaghetti for you, <laughs> right? <laughs> And uh, Dennis Quaid was offered the part, but turned it down. For the Big Easy. Yeah, the Big Easy. I think the best part about the uh, Steve Gutenberg story is that he talks about it in his book, The Gutenberg Bible. (laughs) (laughs) I saw that. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, Gutenberg. The Goots. Uh, But we won't get into that. Bedroom window. (laughs) Oh, but apparently when Penny Marshall was attached to it, she also met with Tom Hanks and uh, your yes, boy, yeah. uh, Sean yeah, Penn. Yeah. Hanks cast. <laughs> Booze and butters. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's see. Have I had sex with anyone here tonight? <laughs> <laughs> I, let me go on record to say that the best Tom Hanks movie ever is still Bachelor Party. I'll allow it. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> 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 Come on, Donnie. You know you're on board with that. I, 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 no, I can't. Oh, <laughs> uh, Green Mile Man, huh? All right. Bachelor Party had no, a, no. had Oingo Boingo on still there. in my heart. Her what? Big is still in my heart, because we saw that around okay, the same yeah, time big. we saw Back to School. There's nothing wrong with Big. So are you looking forward to the uh. movie Little? So um I I'd like I like to say right now this 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 movie uh really good looking movie um mm. cinematographer was fucking Jordan Cronenworth um you might know Jordan Cronenworth he uh, he's dead for one thing um but uh, among the other <laughs> okay so he photographed so you might know um, him as your dead friend. As your dead friend, he photographed <laughs> altered states for Ken Russell. Oh shit! Uh, oh, he shit. did Buckaroo Banzai. Ooh. Oh, Rolling wow. Thunder with William Devane. God damn! And fucking Blade Runner. Fuck! Wow. Yeah, this is this is shot by the guy who shot Blade Runner, Jordan Cronin. With uh, he was actually slated to do Alien Three, but he actually took ill and died before <laughs> that. That uh, before he was able to. God damn! As many which is days. still a good looking movie, even without him. Um. Yeah. yeah, but so uh, that's 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 one of the reasons why you know because this is this is Coppola doing what Coppola usually does like it's a, it's it's a very balls out you know like making half a movie. <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of the production, in terms of the production, in terms mm-hmm. of what you get on the screen, it's really balls yeah. out. Like he's he's doing he's doing all his little tricks. You know, it's it's uh, it's 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 uh, all the costumes, all the sets, all the cars. You know, and it just it just looks great. All um, the Helen Hunt. Oh, oh, yeah, and and all the Helen Hunt uh, being only uh, uh, nine years uh, younger than uh, than uh, Kathleen Turner. But you speaking know, of which, uh, Jim Carrey at at the time of filming was twenty four years old. Nick Cage was twenty two, and Kathleen Turner was thirty two. Yeah. Yes. Helen Hunt. Uh, this is this is between her appearance in Trancers and Project X. Ooh. Ooh, Trancers. Trancers is fucking awesome. Oh. Dry hairs for squids. I suppose that we should probably talk about Kathleen Turner's um, book incident. Um, Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 get into that because there's 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 sort of the onset drama with this one. Okay, uh, and please understand, fucking Kathleen Turner is queen. Okay, I have got nothing but love for Kathleen Turner. She was in Body Heat. And romancing the stone, and my dreams. Wait, what was that, Donnie? Especially romancing Especially. the stone. Wait, 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 wait! No love for Jewel of the Nile. <laughs> That's gonna appear all of its own <laughs> when the going gets tough. Tough, get going, going, going. Now, she recently wrote some a memoir. It was about 10 years ago now. Okay, recently. 
<laughs> I picked it up yesterday when it came out. <laughs> <laughs> we were only 14 at the time, so, you know, we didn't pick it up at the time. But well, I voted for George Herbert Walker Bush. <laughs> Yeah, I picked it up. I just went to my local lodge and they helped me go back in time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, that one time that Grandpa Don took us to his uh, his lodge. I do not remember us going back in time. Poker and stag. That might have been a Cosby memory, but we can get back to Kathleen. Speaking of time travel, by the way, the chick from Star Trek four is in this someplace. Oh. That Jillian lady, who was also in Child's Play. Oh, yeah, she's one of those ladies. They all they all have the same big hair, you know. But uh, you let them go without me even saying to go- goodbye to them, Jillian. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so you were saying about drama? Drama. Oh, the onset Kathleen Turner drama. Yeah. So uh... what happened with that permanent record? <laughs> she wrote uh, in her memoir that. Nicholas Cage had been arrested a couple times and had stolen a chihuahua, a chihuahua. And Why didn't he steal Ajax the dog? Indeed. <laughs> Not Elvis. Always stealing dogs. Elvis is dead. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, Nicholas Cage said, oh, what? And he took her to court over it and got her to publicly apologize. So, well, either he did or his agent or lawyers did. Somebody did. I don't with, see with how celebrities. It could... It's not. It's not always. Uh, it's not. It's not always easy picking out where that originated from. Honestly, though, like I don't. I don't know why anybody would give a shit. Like if it, even if it's well, I don't not know why true. Gary was a wild and crazy like young '80s star. Like it's just par for the course. Like and I don't get why get someone arrested. would call their dog Ajax. Because Ajax was here. You see that that shit over there? Well, maybe he wanted to call it cocaine, but like, Cocaine! No, 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 we'll just call it Ajax. You do enough Ajax and you can drill your own teeth. (laughs) (laughs) I can't stop grinding I mean, even if if it's not true, I mean, who gives a shit? I mean, if the worst thing you could say about him is that he stole a chihuahua, like, I'm... A chihuahua. A chihuahua. Um, but, uh, also on another note, Joan Allen was also in this and she ends up, uh, being in face off with him, which we shall Hell yeah. visit eventually. Now, uh, it hasn't been recovered yet. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> Crossover with Travolta cast. If they exist, we got to call them up. Now, oh, God damn it. Please let's not. Please let. Like, I, I I would rather do a Nick Cave cast. Uh, oh, and wow. the bad seeds. Don't forget about them. Oh, motherfucking Staggerly, Mister Staggerly. I actually could do a Nick Cave cast. I'd be totally okay with that. But yeah, he anyway, he was in Johnny Swade, <laughs> and he's uh, apparently worked with Neil Gaiman. So I mean, hey. Mm. Anyway, uh, what did you guys think about the movie? Donnie didn't it seem too into okay it. It was okay until Coppola coppola it. He coppola it all kinds. Uh, it's his only good 80s movie. Yeah. Uh, as near as I can um, tell. I mean, I like one from the heart. Yeah. I actually I haven't seen it. Gardens of Stone. I was kind of curious why... It's like, okay, I understand why she was upset with Cage. But everything else that led up, like him being there... I would have understood if she was pissed off, but instead she's acting like this is the most traumatic thing as well as being at this high school that could possibly happen to her in her life. Like she was having a full on freaking PTSD attack right then and there. Well, I think she had a heart attack, didn't like, she? Or like a heart event? Uh, Well, the movie was an event. Well, that was the explanation <laughs> for her coming out of her time travel after passing out. Hmm. Um, Yeah. Well, you know, she she had an idyllic, uh, you know, 1960s high school experience and everybody was hopeful and bright eyed and real life came crashing down. And, you know, that's always pretty rough. Well, yeah. Speaking of what was with the fucking creepers? I mean, I can't remember who the character was. Sophia Coppola? The uh, poet? (laughs) No, the freaking the one with the porn stash. Uh, The geek. 
I think. Oh, it's like, he's oh, like, you are the, always the, so kind oh, to me. It's like, is that when he's like, you'll be the one I let live before I start shooting this well, place it up? It's sure that way where it's like, it's like, yeah, every, every, every dog has its day. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's what you it's say. It's been 25 years, but I never forget rifle. that you wronged me. Which also was a theme I noticed in this movie is that at one point I put down a note that when uh, later on the movie, when Nicolas Cage decides to creep into her room, he's literally doing a creeper walk yeah. and even twiddling his fingers <laughs> evilly. He's going for like a Nosferatu and, thing. Yeah, it's like maybe this is a lead into Vampire's Kiss, which he eventually does. You, later you notice, on. though, oh, that um, as obnoxious as this character is and the fact that 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 he actually does abduct her at one point, this is actually the most respectful Cage character so far. But this is what's weird, though, because this is, again, with the theme of weirdness with that guy making the creepy comments is that he goes to her bedroom and he contemplates for no fucking reason out of the blue because she went with a poet to one date to smother her with a pillow. And then he's like, oh, yeah. hey, I need to talk to you. Let's go in the basement. Oh, yeah, that was full Alone. on creeper. I was like, oh. Once again, it's like, oh, this is turning into a horror movie. Okay, all right. Yeah, and then it's like, right. it's back to being funny, lighthearted. But then when he later on in the movie abducts her when she's trying to get back to her time to it's they have a talk he says look i canceled all this shit i got my dad's business i even gave up tickets to fabian <laughs> fabian. fabian he thought they were like, going yeah, to vaporize her she's yeah. like i don't care and he immediately starts getting that dark anakin turning to the dark side voice <laughs> it's like is he going oh, to kill her and i actually thought because i hadn't seen this movie fully until now I was like, is that how she goes back to her time? This is also is like my the first nerd time was right uh, and she has to die? Watching this, actually. This, oh. is, this, is, this, is, this is my first time seeing all of uh, Peggy's Who Got Married. Because the only oh, thing shit. I'd ever seen before is years ago on AMC, I saw the, the scene where he talks about time being a burrito. Yeah. yeah. And then I had some. Like, I remember my sister and my dad hungry. watching this, but I just totally dismissed this. What can so you fill the, the burrito me, with? That's why my. That's why my girlfriend Lucia watched it with me because we're like, well, it sounds interesting. Let's watch it together, and it was it was something. I have to say, even though it's a comedy, uh, between between the photography, uh, the emotive John Barry score, and and uh, mm -hmm. Kathleen Turner's performance, like th I, this thing, I, I really got the emotive feels from this thing quite frequently. Yeah. Like, and, and I and, and to the point where I actually forgot I was doing a comedy, probably because like, have you ever had that dream where you go back to being young? Yeah. Like, I've yeah. had it a few times. It makes me sad as fuck. Oh, it God, is. Yeah. It's kind of depressing, but that's why I really liked her take on this, because it was like a combination of what Bill Murray did in Groundhog Day and a bit of Back to the Future. Groundhog Day, which where, Bill Murray well, wanted really to even... be more more of a serious product, too, actually, but he didn't get his oh. way, which is part of why he Thank Which God. is kind of funny, because... It even draws more of a comparison between Groundhog Day and the original Back to the Future with Crispin Glover right. in that version, where it was a more darker film. Like, no, fuck it, we need this to be more of a comedy. And if you're saying Bill Murray was like, no, I want to be more serious, no, fuck you, we're making this a comedy. Well, Bill, like, Bill they Murray, both work uh, for those exact despite changes. being a, a comedic actor, like he he is he's one of those guys who always sort of has those those pretentious aspirations. He only did Ghostbusters because they allowed yeah. him to do The Razor's Edge, The Somerset mm. Mom. Well, he's also a pretentious prick, so I mean, there's that too. But he's Bill Murray, and he's got some serious delirium, Mr. Murray. That motherfucker would not shave his hair for any fucking thing right, in stripes. Yeah. And those God-blessed yeah. souls did. And he's like, my hair, that's what people yeah, know but me for. Donnie, oh, I can't do that. Donnie, he was Garfield. Fuck Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> and Lorenzo fuck Music Garfield was the and fuck Bill Murray. Of Bankman on the real Ghostbusters animated series. Oh. Uh, which i love that's my uh, goddamn childhood uh, yeah i'm right there with you fucking ghostbusters i mean my reruns was of ghostbusters it, and it was back to the future hell yeah i just so I maybe know. i should be pissed off funny. that this movie was made it's like fuck you for making a grown-up back to the future you dinguses but no i, I, I well, yeah that's it. what's kind of funny it's like i like that it's like it's really kathleen turn the way she was in this was hilarious yeah and yeah. i love the shit she threw all the shade she threw at nick cage it's totally justified with the story, and it's amazing. She also gets really but into her roles. it's still kind of wonky. Um, like, like, yeah, like she's, yeah. she's, she's also really method. Like, during, during Feminist Sex, she actually kept having nightmares about her grandma dying because of this. <laughs> <laughs> and when I watched that, I was the, like, holy fuck, and I almost paused it and called my grandparents. Yeah. Well, something that made me kind of laugh, and I know, again, it's just going into cliches of movies at that time, is 
Like, I get the whole thing. She goes back, she hates him because he hurt her, and she doesn't want to be with him. But she's, at the same time, while trying to change things, she's also learning more about him. And it's like, okay, she's kind of seeing there's more to him. Maybe she can forgive him. Yeah, that's like half of it when, is her coming to understand, like, why it happened in the first place. Yes, and then, like, yes. And she keeps mentioning her kids, and it really comes home at the end when she gets the yeah. locket again. And she realizes, like, wait a minute, like, if this didn't happen, then that didn't happen. Exactly, and that's something I really appreciate because some time travel movies don't even go into that. It's like right? somehow when people go and change their life, they still have their kids. Like that's not how fucking sex works. One well, thing I mean, that, what, what you want to talk about that kind of shit? The, the worst offender is probably yeah. the fucking butterfly effect. Remember that? Oh fucking god, shit? damn it! No, I think we all try gonna, to block it I'm out. Gonna, I'm going to put my hands on these letter spikes, and the only the only complication will be that I now have scars on my hands, <laughs> and it will affect yeah. nothing else well, about my life, even though I called my teachers attention to it the one thing that bothered me in this is out of all of that as much as i liked it it's still the logic behind it killed me when she comes back and nick cage is beside her at the hospital Mm -hmm. and he still cheated on her it still happened but then it's like he decides to joke about the mistress about having how stupid (laughs) she was that he had to explain who the big bopper is it's like, oh, yes, yeah, so let's laugh and chuckle about the chick who rode your dick that wasn't me. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds like yeah. a song. Like, because that's chick what happened. Chick who rode your dick who wasn't me. Ooh-ah, ooh-ah. Cha-cha-cha. ooh ooh What's she like? Oh, well, she's kind of pretty and she got her hair just like this. Just I want to replace the yeah-yeahs with ooh-ah, ooh-ah. ooh-ah. <laughs> <laughs> You're proud of you, lady. I'm going to go to Liverpool discover the Beatles. Was that, like, she goes back in time, even if it was just a dream but like she decides to help out only men like she tries to help uh, out charlie by giving him she a tries Beatles to song. help um in the in an earlier version of the script she tries to prevent the uh, gymnast lady in the right. wheelchair from getting in the wheelchair but okay. and i yeah. wish yeah. that they would have kept that in because like they also had that storyline where she uh she creates pantyhose and I'm thinking, like, yes. you couldn't have, like, given, you know, one of your female friends the, the pantyhose or something. Or, like, given your friends well, some advice. I don't know. Like, that's, I, it just uh, seemed um, really dickish. Yeah. Like, she was just helping uh, Richard, what's his face? Yeah. And, like, the, the nerd. Well, that's, um, yeah, that's something that Lucille actually brought up and I appreciated because I thought the same thing when she said this whole movie basically came down to... She admitted in the reunion regretting not sleeping with the poet. Yeah. So she does, and that's all she achieved. Yeah. Like, all right, I got my dick. She got a dedication in a book. <laughs> famous. She helped uh, yeah. the nerd become even more rich. And he was going to get rich anyway, and he was going to invent a bunch of shit. So, like, why why give him more? And then besides that, she she also rides Michael's dick. And like that's yeah. that's it. Oh, and he dedicates a book to her. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the, 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 yeah. This movie makes no uh, pretension about curing classism or anything like that. No, no. But uh, because it's still an idyllic nineteen uh, fifties. I I did well, enjoy. At least it did teach her the valuable lesson that penis stay away from. <laughs> yeah, you know what a penis is. Stay away. You know, you know, penis, the throbbing thrill hammer, the lucky chucky. You mean, you mean my quang? <laughs> I, I love oh, that. I fucking love that that that, that, that whole scene where where he's like, "Way to ruin the mood." He's uh, like, "That's a guy line, Peggy Sue." But no, but this is the thing. This is what great. I like about Charlie, though, is that he comes back later and he's taking inventory and he's like, you know, thinking about it, I guess girls must get that way sometimes too. I mean, you guys are sure <laughs> faster. I'm sorry, Peggy Sue. It's like, oh my god, he's so sweet. No wonder she married him. Yes, and he- yeah, he's constantly telling her to shut up too, and it's like, oh, you silly women, <laughs> yeah, uh, humiliator. <laughs> yeah, why I uh, why I. <laughs> But, you know, oh, I really enjoyed the uh, Dolores character, who is supposed to be a slutty bitch. Oh, yeah. I loved her. But um, why don't you show me how? What is great about her <laughs> is that she was also in the Big Easy and uh, uh, she was also in with Ellen Barkin, the Cotton Club. <laughs> oh, she was Francis. Is she the barbecue type. Was what? <laughs> she was Francis. Um, what's his name? Dutch's wife. 
Oh, that was oh that okay. I thought so. I thought she gangster cool. and the, and the crossword It's so weird puzzle. that this is this is it's so weird that this is even from the same people who brought us the Cotton Club, just because like this yeah. is so much yeah. so much more of a focused tight movie, you know, mm. like not perfect, but like so much better. But apparently, she was also in <laughs> When Harry Met Sally and The Great Santini. Oh, holy shit! Oh, yeah, yeah. So oh, When Harry Met Sally. <sighs> yeah, this is the only movie well, where I don't I want to saw agree with Ryan one thing because oh. Do what, Donnie? Go ahead. Oh, oh, what were we saying, Donnie? No, please go ahead. Adrian. Oh, I, oh, I, I just, I was just saying that when Harry Met Sally is the only movie where I don't want to saw Meg Ryan in half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can agree with that. But I was gonna say one thing I can't agree with Nick Cage is that Rice Krispie treats are amazing. They're really, yeah, good. they really uh-huh. are. Uh huh. Yeah. I want to go get one right now. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Huh. I mean, how can you go to a makeout party without fucking Rice Krispie treats? It's not going to work. <laughs> and it's yet another Francis Ford Coppola movie. In fact, I'm going to say another Nicolas Cage movie with just a soup son of racism. Just, just a little. <laughs> a little, just, a little just a little. And uh, of course, it's another Francis Ford Coppola movie with a white dude playing with a black band as if it's an honor for them. <laughs> For the black pan well. to have him performing <laughs> with them. Yeah. You don't understand. What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? You can act like a man. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Well, if you if you listen carefully, when they're bringing him on stage, they say something like they introduce him as their dear friend. <laughs> a very dear friend of mine. Well, that's another reason why I mentioned like they don't they, this this movie doesn't really aspire to any kind of social justice. No, um, no, not at all. Because no. it is it is it is showing 1960 and it's showing a glowy 1960. It's it's not it's not yes. pointing out any faults with it. Mm-hmm. Um, although uh, I'd like to point out, um, it's it, it has been pointed out uh, that uh, Back to the Future also doesn't really correct anything either. Nah. Since a white guy goes back in time, nah. gives Chuck Berry the idea for his sound, and yeah. tells the black guy to run for mayor. He doesn't come up with it on his own. <laughs> yeah. And in that one, money also equals success. So That's true. You know, as fondly as we may remember these, it's like, oh, 1955, everything was perfect. <laughs> yeah. I'm... I think also this movie inspired me for an idea for us. Um they did mention what is a lodge without hats, and I kind of feel like we need. Oh, most hats. definitely. But yeah. I got the yeah. hair; I can't cover it up. Come on! <laughs> I, I actually just cut my hair, and it's looking fine. <laughs> He's got the hair. He's got the car. I got the eyes. I got the teeth. <laughs> He's got the eyes. I drive a Ford Focus that's uh, eleven years old. Yeah, I'm the man. <laughs> He's the lead singer. <laughs> he's the man Linda I thought you were the lead singer if there's a band with dudes the chick's always the lead singer like Paramore oh that's true come on <laughs> one, 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 why, 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 love you like like I do. also I think uh, we should give a shout out to one of the most true lines in this movie when a teenage Kathleen is uh, drinking her dad's booze <laughs> and is openly drunk. It's like, are you drinking? She's like, I had a tough day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally relate to that right there. I, I, I laughed because it okay. was like my, the story of my life. <laughs> this is gonna, this is gonna... Because you had a bottle of bourbon, <laughs> exactly. like, hey! Yeah, no, that, too, that would be me too. I was like, holy fuck, right to the liquor. Um, <laughs> no, this is going to sound bad, but uh, uh, one, one of the things that are related back to the whole bit with her going back to the parents i'm like oh fuck this is like that episode of charmed where rose mcgowan goes back in time to before her parents were killed you've been watching <laughs> charmed like, lately okay know? so so well it, the, i go to a planet fitness and you and there's the there's the tvs in fixed positions with the fixed channels mm. and so uh basically at that hour at four in the morning my best bet is uh. to go in front of the tnt tv with charmed if i get a, anything else it'll be infomercials or news now are we talking like shannon Doherty? Oh, shit. uh Era no, or... Well, they're reruns. They show both. <laughs> uh, I see the Dehority, but but uh, between the two, I would much rather see Rose McGowan. I think she's really cool. Yeah, you and me both. Yeah, she's like you know, twenty first century Betty Davis or something. And she grew up in a, a Children of God. You uh, told me that, and that's yeah. weird as shit, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, back to the movie. <laughs> yeah, what's the lodge without yes, hats? Please. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've actually, had, I've actually had the movie running uh, without sound here, and it's at that part where the, where the guys uh, playing playing the uh, mandolin, playing "Beautiful Dreamer." 
I'm gonna be just like Fabian. <laughs> Charge Francis. Why do you Charge do me? I also liked the quote, you just have to think of men like houses and trade upward. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Let's not also forget no more jello for me, Mom. Uh, <laughs> Which I, I guess... gave a smoking a long time ago. <laughs> Maybe it informed... Way to be V.I. Warshawski <laughs> I was just thinking like maybe it informed her character from uh, V.I. Warshawski Or maybe uh, or House War of, of the Roses oh. oh dear Oh I heart that Me too so much uh. Danny DeVito where you at? <laughs> Come back Come back Archie <laughs> my favorite uh, uh, so um face oh, off um, how, how could we, i'm sorry what oh oh are we there yet are, are we oh we're way are we done yet i i just wanted to mention the two faked mirror shots oh god did, yes did the illusion work for you no not at all i think it was a great idea yeah, I mean, it was a great idea, but like the the first thing, I mean, because it's the opening sequence and the um, the closing, they yeah, they both, both have those. It works fake better in the shots. closing one. Yeah, definitely. But then with the the first one, like it it gives it away, and you yeah, know needed, that it's a um, double. They, they either needed to 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 uh, to do a composite uh, thing on that, uh, is it like 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 as an apology, or or just have the yeah. uh, body double be better rehearsed. Yeah, exactly. She yeah. was she was more reactive than she should have been. It should, it, or maybe it just not as move, not move as much. I don't. Yeah, it's a great idea though. Like that's I I, I like I like yeah. the but but with with Coppola, it's not necessarily about creating a perfect illusion. It's just about having that kind of artifice. Yeah, because like like yeah. in in because uh, in um in, like in one from the heart, there's a lot of times you know you're watching a soundstage, but what a soundstage! Mm. Yeah, just just go with it. Eat some of my spaghetti; it'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> some people drink the Kool Aid. I ate the Coppola spaghetti. Yeah, the, I the only thing I felt was sad is it uh, the tender moment when they're embracing at the end of the movie and it starts to fade out is it was completely ruined by the fact that you can see Nick Cage's tidy whities in his very seriously. White That's pants. how you make the kids. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they get born. Those are the virgin killer tidy whities. I like that there are two children, but you don't see the son at all. Yeah, I'm assuming yeah. if if he if he, if he existed at all, his scenes were cut, or he's older than Helen Hunt and went off and did stuff because it was been 25 years since they got married. Yeah, maybe they were successful. Well, or... I have a question for you guys. If if it was just Helen Hunt, she might have like that said, "Nah, fuck it," you know. But that son, he's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding? He's a doctor <laughs> and a lawyer. Oh, oh I have a face-off. <laughs> a doctor at law. But um, what is your question? My question is: If we could sort of Peggy Sue this whole movie. Given uh, it was so pivotal in in Nick Cage's career, because it was the first one where he really started taking chances, like big chances with his character. Oh, they're and... bigger than just shaving his chest hair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and greasing his ass. <laughs> or having teeth removed uh, without <laughs> anesthesia. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, something that like, I feel like he really took a gamble with this character and a lot of uh, of people would not consider him for their movies because of what he did with the Charlie character. In fact, uh, oh. Francis Ford Coppola refused to work with him again. He wouldn't cast him again, which um, he says that, well, Nicolas Cage said that he, uh, he regretted because uh, he really wanted to be uh, James Caan's son in Godfather 3 and felt that it would make more sense rather than Andy Garcia. And he really wanted to be in Dracula. So if you, you could know, that would have been better if actually that's a it's if he played John Harker. Oh, yeah. I mean, I love Dracula. Like, I, I, and I, I love really, I really Reeves, wouldn't man. change anything about it. But like, no, that that, that would have been good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do mean, love as, as much as I love Coppola, the 90s was pretty much oh. the nail in the coffin for him. But uh, with all this considered, 
and we'll be going into it later um, in a, a future episode. But it was this character that brought him to uh, to Cher's attention, and she fought to get him in Moonstruck. Well, so, that's part of why I was really looking forward to, to this one, because this is literally the turning point. Yeah, like, so... Was, well, also, she was in fucking masks, so, I mean, her tastes aren't exactly a pivotal. I'm beautiful on the inside! <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking disgrace! With Eric Stoltz, thank you very much. <laughs> we'll we love save you, that Eric one Stoltz. for Stoltz cast. Yeah. <laughs> the mask cast. Um, but, but my question Smoking. is, do you guys feel like if you could Peggy Sue that this movie and his choice, uh-huh. do you think that, that he was better off having done it or I, are you, you saying mean, just if the we could voice. turn back time? If we could find a way. I really didn't mean to hurt you. I am just wearing uh, electrical tape right now. Funny you should say that. Naturally. <laughs> or your son plays electric guitar behind you. I oh, am uh, actually recording this on a naval ship. <laughs> I hear you swim after those. Girls gotta eat. Um, if we could turn back time on this, <laughs> I would have cast Kevin Bacon as Charlie, oh, yeah. and Dino De Laurentiis would have directed it. Oh shit! Why Dino De Laurentiis? Yeah. Because this is the ultimate because continuation of King Kong Lives. Yeah, uh, Linda Hamilton, <laughs> Kong's oh, alive. Yeah. I'm there feeling. we go. <laughs> Oh, uh, you know, uh, I, I I think I think if he hadn't done the pokey voice in this, like, actually, that mm-hmm. that that might that might that might have been a major detraction from the infamy that kept him going into them. the 90s. Yeah. yeah, because because if 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 he hit, if this had been just another role, Kathleen Turner would have outshined him. That's true. And oh, it's yeah. possible yeah. that he would be like Brat Packers and like fade into obscurity in the 90s and just showing up in like made for cable movies like Cabin by the Lake. Yeah, yeah. and I don't think that he would have been the left behind. <laughs> like it wouldn't have mattered for him. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think that he would be the living meme that he is today. No. And yeah. the legend. Well, he, he, Which like, would this be is probably good. What, part of what got him <laughs> vampires kiss, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And well def- I'm definitely looking forward to so? going to that. But uh, I I uh, think I would say that they I, I would have definitely kept Penny Marshall because I mean if it's a fucking yeah. female uh, version of uh, of Back to the Future if you're gonna get a lady director though why not get Elaine May come on Penny Marshall there's better than her excuse yeah. me Elaine sir Elaine May doesn't get enough love <laughs> I'm just saying like everybody's like Ishtar's really bad it's like really have you watched like three other movies because you're gonna find a worse one. Why don't we just Kathleen Kennedy this bullshit and talk about putting a female director in charge and then put another crusty ass white guy in charge of making it and then just push well, it out? Well, I mean, well, okay, you, 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 I mean, you have a point there since it's still within a studio system with male. Okay, producers. well, why don't we take that a step further? And first of all, don't besmirch my girl Penny Marshall. Uh, rest I, in peace. I just did. And that's why you will die. <laughs> Look, I love Jumpin' Jack Flash. It's just that, what about her other films, though? When, when she's not working yeah, with Whoopi Goldberg, Adrian, she ain't got shit. Linda's gonna be doing creepy fingers outside your window and creeping in and debating and smothering. And I'm gonna cut off over my your whang. <laughs> my whang? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, good luck meeting me in the basement. I live in an apartment building. <laughs> The basement's what I call my van. (laughs) Meet me on the beach after the dance. You know, honey, the basement ain't just a room under the house. But I say, why don't we just take it a step further and do an all-female cast? We have Jodie Foster play Charlie. Well, of course. (laughs) I feel like Jodie Foster is Charlie, Dr. Lecker. How about we just do like Eddie Murphy and just have one person playing all the parts? Just leave it all to Kathleen Turner. Well, I was, I was going to say, if you're going to recast yeah. Charlie, if we're going to do Face Off, why not Paul Rubens, who already has a funny voice? That's what I was thinking. Yes. Like, I was thinking Pee Wee Herman the whole goddamn time. <laughs> Every time I heard Francis, it's time for I a Peggy Sue cartoon. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
<laughs> Where are they I got the them off? I got the hair. I got the eyes. I'm a lead singer. <laughs> oh, he's hey, a speaking child of the basement. Oh. You're, uh. you're a child molester. What are you talking about Pee Wee for? He was cleared of that thing. Yeah, <laughs> he just jerked off in a porno theater like you oughta. He has a... Yeah, just eat some spaghetti. He has a bunch of quote-unquote art of, like, little naked boys. <laughs> That's Jared from Subway. You're getting confused yeah. again. <laughs> we talked about this. One creepy-looking guy is Jared from Subway. The other one's Paul Rubens. Different people. All right. <laughs> I, I guess we'll talk about that on our, our Deadwood cast because he was uh, he was also accused of holding, I think it was a 13-year-old boy against his will with uh, Principal Rooney from uh, I Ferris think, Bueller. Uh, it sh- yeah, I, I think it should be noted the Deadwood cast to be based off the HBO series Deadwood, not about pedophiles <laughs> that are now with Deadwood. <laughs> oh. Oh. <sighs> them pedophiles moving right along how many how many times more do we say pedophile before you have to put the trigger warning tag on this one i don't know let's find out oh let's let's not let's just eat the spaghetti, <laughs> yeah, eat more spaghetti. Out there, just have some spaghetti have some with spaghetti some of those meatballs. <laughs> pasta for goo pasta fuck you <laughs> I don't drink wine, though. Is there, like, an Italian liqueur I could be having? I think you'd like port. Uh, Or you could just put NyQuil in a wine glass and call it Cosby. (laughs) That makes it more classy. It's called the Cosby. Would you like a little Cody with that? Speaking of Jared from Subway... All right, which which one of you want to make that uh, video segment for the YouTube episode? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Adrian, how what what what's your uh, dream cast here? Oh, you you said that you wanted. Um, well, yeah, I suggested uh, you know Pee Wee Paul 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 Robbins maybe. Um, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, failing that, uh, Carl Weathers. Oh my god, yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> Action fucking Jackson, don't question As Peggy me. Sue. <laughs> That's right. I'm going back in time, baby. And then Charlotte's played by Vanity, and she's like, I gone cold turkey. You can have me on Thanksgiving. And he says, Can I have you a little wow. sooner? <laughs> and then you of know. course Craig T. Nelson uh as her dad. Oh Fuck, god, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm already hot for it. But, you know, that I'm glad that they didn't keep the goots in there or they Me didn't yeah, give him the role. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say, because between Kathleen Turner and the goots, both of them in one movie, like nobody could pay attention to the dialogue because everybody would be splooshing all over the goddamn place. Uh, God, too sexy. <laughs> too sexy. <laughs> Did you guys ever see that uh, uh, Now You See Him uh, Invisible Spy movie that he did that was done uh, in 3D? Defending Your Life? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know. Can't say I have. This is not a Gutenberg cast. <laughs> if there's the any justice cast. in this world, there won't be one. <laughs> so, uh, what sort of KG wisdom? He's not Robert Hayes. KG Wisdoms. Uh, well, you know, like uh, you know, we we do have a good lesson, uh, you know, from Charlie. Like objectively, it's like, you know, uh, you know, you you may make mistakes, but you know, just just take inventory and remember to apologize. That that you <laughs> and stay away from penis. I really and like that, that. And that the penis stay away from it. His wang. Thrill You you mean you mean intercourse? Lucky Chucky. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're not married Peggy Sue um, I'd say that he taught us all that you should give up on your dreams if it means getting the woman that you want also uh, fortune cookies are bad for you just smash them with a hammer don't eat them <laughs> I'm kind of offended that you all haven't mentioned his glorious plan like a four year glorious break plan up about... together. <laughs> yes break up with your girlfriend sleep around to try before you buy and then settle down and get married with each other. Did you just make a reference to Gloria's five-year plan from the boys? 
Uh, we do not speak of Foria Club. I love sausage. <laughs> this, this reminds me of a little track by Rucka Rucka Ali called Russia's Gay. <laughs> also, I think you should all join lodges because they will help you to travel through time. It's what they do. Yeah, well, once every 600 years, though, like, uh yeah. yeah you, it's a long well, way. Well, you know, there's and a lot of it, conspiracy theories about the Freemasons. Uh, so maybe when we drink the blood of the virgins we abduct, you know, it'll make us live that 600 years. Once we get into National Treasure, we're going to do a two part episode. Oh, on fuck that. yeah. <laughs> and we're, we're definitely going to need hats for that. Uh, uh, National yes. Treasure, you can walk back to back with Johnny Depp's uh, In Hell. Or, <laughs> or not. From Hell. Sure. From Hell, rather. I was going to say. In Hell was the Van Damme movie. Sorry. <laughs> And, and uh, people we'll at home, even if you love Van, Van Damme, Damme as I do, do not watch Van Damme and In Hill by Ringo Lam. Just don't do it. Life's too short. Yeah. I'd say do it. I agree with that. <laughs> I'd say do it. Because <laughs> someone is just going to see the world That's a guy burn. line, Peggy Sue. Because <laughs> <laughs> I am a woman humiliator. <laughs> you are a but, woman. <laughs> Honestly, I feel that the the real KG wisdom here is that he really should have just let her be a part of his dream plans and not taken it out on her when it failed. And she shouldn't have put the yeah. pressure of her disappointment with lost opportunities on him. The odd thing is, is that his yeah, character is having to adjust people. to and apologize for things that he hasn't done yet and doesn't realize. Yeah. But, you know, which is why this is really a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> in case you were confused i don't know any janets <laughs> i'll be there for the children i'm proposing to you now <laughs> i don't know how you got that still but good god oh yeah that was, that that was scene, just like, with, his, with his eyes just half closed and his teeth like they are in this one i'm like oh my god his fire. teeth yeah, it's it's definitely going to be on the on the YouTube and oh the uh, website. Oh yeah, yeah, viewers at home, we are now on YouTube. You should you should go like and subscribe on there. Yes, and where can they find us? Uh, you. What are we whoring? <laughs> <laughs> um, Adrian's next meal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe if you like us and visit our merch store and pay us on our Patreon. Uh, you can well, find now on YouTube. <laughs> Remember, you can find Cage's Kiss on Facebook and on Twitter at Cage's Kiss. You can visit our website at cageskiss.com. You can write to us at cageskiss at gmail.com. And please listen, follow, rate, and review Cages Kiss on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, uh, whatever it's called today, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, and YouTube. And uh, we do value feedback. And, and, and we um, want you to flame us a little bit, too. Adrian you wants you your... to flame him a little bit. Well, it's because I'm flaming. Oh. 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 You're gay. Um, <laughs> I get it. I'm in on the joke. No, no, no shirtless cage this week, and somehow I'm still fine with it. <laughs> but uh, really, we're we're just starting out. We could really use your help. Uh, feedback, uh, positive reviews, negative reviews. I don't give a fuck. Just do it, please, 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 please. Don't give a fuck. And um, Donnie, what you got? I got two turntables and a what the fuck. Oh, what's that? I am still not the boy who blew on Twitter, but I am Unreal Goals. If now you you're the really wish to follow me, I'm just not a social butterfly. And yeah, uh, Instagram, still got the Twi'lek. And Boone's Farm is a very tasty beverage. Uh, Blue Hawaii, you, you gotta get that one, yeah. Uh, somebody on with yes. an internet presence, I'm just going to whore my DeviantArt some more here. You know, you can find me, Leo the Fox, all run together, all lowercase, on DeviantArt.com. You can see those 3,000 artworks I got posted, and uh, maybe one of them won't offend you so terribly. Donnie, and I have some great news. A. A. Smith. I'm What's so it? sorry. <laughs> great, great news about how he has risen? <laughs> have you heard? <laughs> um, there are... It, the 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 name of uh, the Twitter handle the boy who blew totally available. All right, <laughs> well, so find Donnie at the boy who blew. 
You know, uh, the sequel uh, to to uh, Peggy Sue Got Married is where uh, Cage flies around the earth and spins it backwards to uh, remove the infidelity from having happened. <laughs> with the help of his nerdy friend from high school, uh, with a kite. With a kite and Cage pantyhose. <laughs> well, if that's all we've got, we'll be seeing you next week, or you'll be hearing from us, whatever. Uh, well, next week, your oh, you'll see us Stay in your tuned. fucking dreams <laughs> <laughs> with our well, I, at least one of my favorite movies of all time, Raising Arizona. Oh yeah, Cohen Brothers. <laughs> About Until <fucking> then, <laughs> bye, bye, <laughs> bye. <laughs> The girl's gone. Let's play cards. <laughs> this is your cage kiss off. Cage, 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 peach. I could eat a peach for hours. Please. <laughs>